Welcome to our GSP Ace of the Day presented by Turner Tennis. Folks, it's summertime. You already should have the expectations that when you step out on court, if you play this game correctly, you are going to work up a sweat. You are going to get a workout in, and there is nothing worse as a tennis player than losing confidence in your racket because of how sweaty you are, because of how slippery it is to hold on to your grip. You're unable to put two hands on the backhand, swing through that shot. It becomes damn near impossible to hit a serve at that point because you're just afraid the racket's going to go flying out of your hands. Well, thankfully, we here at Cracked Rackets have a solution for all of you listeners to that problem. It's offered by our friends at Turna Tennis. They offer the best grip in the business, the only grip that gets tackier when you sweat, the only grip whose performance in hot and humid conditions like the ones we see this summer is unmatched. If you would like to join the Turna Tennis family today, you can contact them by emailing sales at uniquesports.com or calling 800-554-3707. You mentioned we here at Cracked Rackets sent you. Not only will they hook you up with some free samples, but they'll be sure to hook you up with some discounted college pricing as well. Treat you like family. Again, that iconic blue color you see on the grips of so many touring pros, that's Turner Grip. And if you would like to join the Turner Tennis family today, you can contact them by emailing sales at uniquesports.com or calling 800-554-3707. With that in mind, crazy to say this, day 11, folks, third to last day of this 2021 Wimbledon. Going into tomorrow's, or today's, I suppose, depending on when you're listening to this men's, your gentlemen's, single semifinal round, here's where we stand on our GSP Ace of the Day segment. We are 21-18-2 for the tournament, up 7.3 units overall. Yesterday, we went 1-2 with our women's semifinal bets, of course, as this field narrows, as there are less matches to choose from, as the gap between these players shrink in each and every match gets more and more difficult. And certainly when Novak Djokovic is in one of the two matches you're playing, you're just not going to get that great odds. So it narrows our uh, selections as well. We're forced to get creative. Keep that in mind as we approach today's picks. But you look at what we did yesterday, uh, one and two overall down 0.73 units. Our win was the over two and a half sets in Sabalenka Pliskova. We knew that power tennis, both players' ability to hold serve. Uh, We knew there are going to be thin margins in that match, and ultimately Pliskova a little bit better down the home stretch. She served about as well as I have ever seen her serve in her career, and there's just a freedom she's playing with. It just feels like there's not that much pressure on her shoulders right now because, uh, again, the expectations that she had carried for what, the past five seasons, which was how long she was in the top 10 uninterrupted before the week entering this Wimbledon, you could just see that freedom throughout the course of the match. And, you know, for Sabalenka, it was her first Grand Slam semifinal, and she came out swinging. But, you know, again, she played one bad service game in both sets, two and three. That was the difference. And so while that match does go over two and a half sets, we hit half a unit, 0.77 at plus 155 odds. Unfortunately, I had been on the Barty Sabalenka bandwagon since the beginning of the tournament. I thought Sabalenka's power would outweigh, or just her dynam- dynamicism, is that the word? Just how dynamic she is as an athlete, a little bit more so than Pliskova. But again, it was two bad service games that was the difference. I don't feel bad about that loss. Nevertheless, a loss it is. One unit we lose on a Barty Sabalenka money line parlay. We also had the over two and a half sets in Barty Kerber 
parlayed with the over three and a half sets in Berrettini Hercats. Over three and a half sets in Berrettini Hercats, something we will get back to here on today's show. But, you know, I will say, again, a loss is a loss. I'm not trying to justify it. It goes as an L in the record book. But Kerber was up a break. That entire second set, she had her opportunities to send the match to the third. I felt pretty good about it about an hour 45 into the match, but then Barty made her final push, and Ashley Barty was just sensational. And, you know, again, in terms of 21-18-2 overall, what are those two outstanding bets? We have Barty to win the tournament. We have Djokovic to win the tournament, both at uh, pretty good odds. So we do have those in our back pocket to think about as we approach both the men's and women's singles final, particularly the women's since Ashley Barty's locked in. But again, we are 21 victories, 18 losses, two outstanding bets overall for this tournament, up 7.3 units. Unless I really screw up or get careless and you know get reckless with some of my selections, I think the guarantee is going to come through, folks. I think we are going to be ending this Wimbledon in the positives. Hopefully, you've all been on the ride with us throughout this event. But with that in mind, again, day 11, gentlemen, singles, semifinals coming up. Here are my picks for my GSP aces of the day. No money lines for you. I like the favorites in both matches. Djokovic over Shapovalov, Berrettini over Hercots. We'll get into the why of Berrettini over Hercots, I suppose, in this podcast since he's linked to so many picks. But you want to hear full breakdowns, mini break podcast, recap every day, preview the next day's action. You all know the deal by now. The props I have in mind here for men's semifinal day. I've got two of them They sort of cover each other. They both are under the premise, though, that Matteo Berrettini is going to end up winning this match. And you look overall for Matteo Berrettini, just a quick run-through of his numbers, the advanced stats. He's 39-11 in his last 52 weeks. That includes the title he won in Queens Club in the build-up to this event. That means also overall, by the way, he's on a 10-match win streak. Excuse me entering this 2021 semifinal. He's earned wins over Nori, Demonauer, Evans, FAA. Uh, those would be the top 30 players he's beaten. He's also gotten wins over guys like Ilya Vashko, who's played really well over these last 52 weeks. He beat Andy Murray, who I suppose did end up making the round of 32, the you know, for third round of this event. He's dropped sets only to Guido Pea, his first round match, and FAA, and just one set in both of those matches in this tournament. You look at what those wins over these last 52 weeks, that 39-11 record looks like. Two victory. I mentioned the Queens Club win. He also won a title in Belgrade. He's 17-8 against top 50 opponents, 5-5 five five against top 20 opponents, 1-4 against top 10 opponents. You look at those losses against the top 10, four sets to Djokovic at the French Open, three sets to Zverev in Madrid, straight set loss to Tsitsipas, straight set loss to Medvedev, and then a win over Dominic Team over that time span. Again, he's quietly and slowly worked his way into the elite of the elites in men's tennis. And that was a segment I did for a different Great Shot podcast show, which you can find on this feed since you're listening to this podcast. But you look for Matteo Berrettini, what are the things he does elite? It's his serve. He's a top three server on the ATP Tour. In his hold percentage, he's currently holding 90, uh, I believe, 0.3% of the time over these last 52 weeks. That's behind Ranich and Isner. That's it in terms of uh, 
ATP players uh, and their hold, how frequently they are holding serve. And, you know, again, there's only three of them that are over that 90% threshold. And historically, the Isners, the Rayoniches of the world, Kevin Anderson in his prime, the serve bots, dare we say, the Nick Kyrgios when he's clicking, they're holding serve 90% of the time. That is the elite of the elite raid. Matteo Berrettini has that. He plays elite attacking tennis, and it translates across surfaces. It's why he's won titles, multiple titles in his career on grass courts, on clay courts. It's actually shocking that the one surface he's yet to win a title on is a hard Court because you'd think his power tennis, that serve, that forehand, his willingness to move forward, it certainly translates on that on a hard court as well. And of course, the first semifinal and only semifinal he had made at a Grand Slam prior to this Wimbledon was at the 2019 U.S. Open. You look for Matteo Berrettini at the Slams. He made fourth round Wimbledon. That was his first second week uh, appearance at a Slam in 2019. Since then, semifinals of the U.S. Open that year. He then made second round Australia, five set loss to Sandgren, fourth round U.S. Open last year, lost to Rublev, third round French Open, then this year, fourth round Australia, quarterfinals Roland Garros, now semifinals here at Wimbledon. There are four guys who have made the fourth round at all three Grand Slams this season. It's Djokovic, it's Medvedev, it's Zverev, it's Berrettini. You look at Tennis Abstract's ELO ratings, which measures, again, who you play, not when or where. Matteo Berrettini right now, seventh. He's behind Djokovic, Nadal, Tsitsipas, Medvedev, Zverev, Rublev. I think we all agree that's where he belongs. You look 2021 specific ELO, he's ranked fourth. I mean, he has established himself. In 2019, when he made the year-end finals, it felt a little soon. When he does it this season and does it multiple times over the next five years, because, you know, 25 years old, entering the prime of his career— it should surprise no of us, none of us. His serve, his forehand, his attacking tennis is elite. And the, the weight of that forehand, particularly on this surface, it's really difficult to deal with because even if you get your racket on it, it's hard to set your feet when you're responding to a ball that, that that's that heavy. And then he's got open space to work with and he'll move in behind it. His footwork's so efficient at finding forehands on the ad side of the court. And his backhand slice magnified uh, the effectiveness by this surface, how low it stays. He's got sneaky good feel around the net as well. That two-handed backhand has gotten better. His ability to swing through that shot, particularly on the return of serve, and just get to point back to neutral... It's gotten better. You look for him in his career, 21% uh, break percentage in the last 52 weeks. That's a career high for him. He is, er, And I, you look in 2021 specifically, he's at 22.7%. Again, that's a career high for him. His ace percentage, which for his career is over 10%, and that's an elite of the elite category, it's at 13.3% this year. That's a career high. His double fault rate, correspondingly, 1.8%. That's a career low. First serve percentage, 65.7%. Career high. All of his advanced metrics are floating at or are, are, are floating around or are at career highs. Matteo Berrettini is playing the best tennis of his career. And again, you look for him on grass courts versus other surfaces. He's won 65% of his matches in his career in general, 62% on hard courts, 66% on clay. 81% on grass courts. He's 26-6. and six. And yes, this is his first semifinal. But outside of Novak Djokovic, it was clear coming into this event that the player with the best pedigree on a grass court, not named Roger Federer because he doesn't count, because this version of him doesn't count, um, 
it was Matteo Berrettini. And, you know, again, the Queen's Club victory this year. In 2019, he won the title in Stuttgart. He's, you know, made a second week of Wimbledon before. He's done all the things you expect him to do. And, you know, again, now in the semifinals, he's got Hubie Hercots. And there's no denying Hubie has had the hottest Wimbledon of the four remaining semifinalists on the men's side. To beat Musetti, Giron, Bublik, Medvedev, Federer to get to this point, those are all top 50 players, if not better. And I've run through the numbers for Hubie before. I'll do them again now. 27 and 19 in his last 52. Yes, he's 12 and 10 against top 50 players, but 7 and 4 against top 20. That's better than Berrettini. 4 and 1 against top 10. That's the exact reverse record of Matteo Berrettini. He's a primetime performer. The better the the opponent, the bigger the occasion, the better the Hubie Hercots we see. And you look for Hubie, you know, again, advanced metric-wise, they don't love him because he's coming off of a six-match losing streak entering this Wimbledon. He wins the Miami Masters, wins his first-round match in Monte Carlo, then loses six straight matches in Monte Carlo, Madrid, Rome, Roland Garros, Stuttgart, and Halle. Since then, though, he's cruised. You can put that in the rearview mirror when you're on the sort of streak that he is on. Now, you look for him. Obviously, he won the Miami Masters event. That was a huge breakthrough in his career. But advanced metrics-wise, he's been okay. 24th in hold percentage over the last 52 weeks on the ATP Tour. You look for Hubie, that number, at 81%. Again, that's good. It's not great. It speaks to his inconsistency. But this week, the first serve's been landing. He's made, you know, he's won like 81% of his first serve points. That's really, really, that's trailing only Djokovic and Berrettini entering the quarterfinal round. And we saw against Federer what that first serve, what he was able to do with it. Now, as a returner, it's interesting because he ranks 40th in break percentage. That trails Berrettini, who's 37th amongst top 50 players, but you feel like Hercots is the more dynamic returner of the two. His ability to swing through that side, the length he has on both forehand and backhand, and just again, how solid he is with the two-hander off of that wing. You actually think the forehand returns the one to attack because it is a bigger backswing for him, and he likes to chip that side a little bit more, so look for Berrettini to hit serves to that wing, but you know, again, he puts a ton of balls in play. He's comfortable moving forward. He is an elite volleyer, elite feel, knows where to go, what to do, how to read the net, uh, can hit the drop volley as well as the drive volley. Uh, just, again, a guy who can go short angles, down the line flat, elevate the lob, do all, hit the slice. Do uh, Hubie Hurkacz is a jack-of-all-trades. Epitomizes your modern men's tennis player, six foot six, fluid, very, very skilled as well. And again, the better the opponent, the better he seems to be playing. 11-8 and eight in his career in on grass. But, you know, again, Eastbourne makes the quarterfinals in 2019, makes third round Wibbledon there. This year was not playing well in the warm-up, but has, you know, reasserted himself. And I think grass courts where you can play such attacking tennis, they're always going to suit Hubie Hurkacz because he can attack so well. But then his length affords him a little bit of a margin for error as well. And look, this was his first round of 16 at a slam. It was his first quarterfinal. It's his first semi final as well, but Hoopy has gotten better and better. And again, third round here at Wimbledon 2019, he follows that up with a semifinal. This is clearly a surface he can have success on. All of this is to say, I think tomorrow's match is going to be tight. 
I think both of these guys are serving so well, and you look at the numbers, and Matt Willis, Matt Rackett on Twitter, who does his own article each week, a couple of articles you can subscribe to on Substack, he ran the numbers. Hercots leading in first serve percentage in 63% to Berrettini's 59%. But Berrettini's won 82% of his first serve points to Hercots' 81, 63% of his second serve points to Hercots' 61, winning 31, 32% of his first serve return points to Hercots' 20. But Berrettini, 48% second serve to Hercots is 57. You know, unreturned first serves, 57% for Berrettini to 47%. Unreturned second serves, 28% to 16% Berrettini leads. One ace per game for Berrettini to 0.6 for Hercots. And even though Hercots has been a little bit better at the net, he's had a little bit fewer unforced errors, a little bit more on the winner side. I just think this match, A, again, all of these margins, very, very thin. So let's be clear. I'm expecting a close match. I just think Berrettini's power tennis is a little bit better. It's a little bit more dynamic than, or a little bit more solid through over the course of five sets, and it wears you down a little bit better than Hoopy's. And while Hoopy can do a couple of different things, I just think... Because Hoobie's slice will sit a little bit short in the court, or that forehand always lands a little bit shorter than you expect it to. And I just think Berrettini's serve A is a little bit better than Hercotts's. So you compare the strengths, and Hercotts's first serve, his ability to play attacking tennis, it was the biggest weapon in the match against Federer. But I just think, you know, again... Hercots puts a ton of returns in play, but a lot of them are block returns, whether it's, you know, again, the the block slice or just the block you absorb the pace to try and get a deep back in the court. And most importantly for Berrettini, when you do that, it offers him the opportunities to find first forehands. And when he finds forehands, I don't care if you have the length and you're able to move as well as Hubie Hercats. That forehand is elite. His ability to finish the point behind it is elite. I just think Berrettini's serve and his forehand are the best skill, the most elite quality in this match. That's why I'm leaning Berrettini, and that's why, again, we're going to go boom or bust. It's Berrettini or bust in tomorrow's semifinal rounds. The parlays and the props I like most in terms of the matches, and I know, again, I, I do think this is going to be a close one. I do think Hubi, his ability to move forward, his ability, he'll fire serves into that Berrettini backhand, and he's got the comfort level to move forward, to serve and volley, to take that time and space away from Hercots. He does also have the length and the movement ability over the course of a couple of sets to, you know, track down a couple of big Berrettini forehands, come up with some magic, some passing shots in the outer thirds of the court. It's not going to surprise me at all if he wins a set, if he wins multiple sets even in this match. But I just think Berrettini serve his forehand, his overwhelming power win out in the end. Here's how I found value in tomorrow's match. We're going to take both we're going to take Berrettini to win both the first set and the match. You do that, it's a parlay offered by our friends at DraftKings for him to win both the first set and the money line minus 115 for Berrettini again. Wins the first set, wins the match. Going to put my, uh, 0.75 units on that to win 0.65. It's a minus 115 bet. Now the thing is Hubie's very confident right now, right? So he could come out swinging. He could come out maybe steal an early break of Berrettini or maybe just win that first set in a tie break. So to hedge our bet a little bit there, still think Berrettini wins the match. And again, that's why it's boomer bust on Berrettini today because if Hubi wins, only one of our three bets I think are going to end up hitting because I really do think Matteo Berrettini is that serve, that forehand. He's winning a set in this match. But we're also going to take Hubi to win the first set 
but Berrettini to win the match to cover our bets, plus 400 odds on that one. So we're going to put 0.25 units on it to win one unit overall again. We have both players to win the first set, but Berrettini to win the match. So as long as Berrettini wins, one of those bets is going to hit. Our odds are going to be covered again if Berrettini wins. In terms of the over-unders tomorrow, as I've talked about, both of these guys serving really, really well right now. And you look for Hubi Hercots, I mean, he's been broken four times. Three times against Daniil Medvedev, once by Roger Federer. He's playing confident tennis right now, and he's dropped just, what, one total set, uh, two total sets, excuse me, in this tournament. They were both in one match to Daniil Medvedev. He's not going to be afraid of the moment. And you look at the career head-to-head, these guys are one and one And the serving numbers in both of those matches, pretty constant. You look across the board for Hercots in both matches. He won 74% of his first serve matches in the match he lost. He won 72% of them in the one he won. He won seventy. Uh, he won 59% of his second serves when he won, 55% when he lost, made 72% of his first serves when he won, 68% when he lost. Those serving numbers are constant for Hercats. It's very ditto. When Berrettini won, the biggest difference, he made 68% of his first serves versus 62% of his first serves. So again, that first serve percentage, I know that's very basic, and you, you came to this podcast for a little bit more than just, oh, whoever makes more first serves is going to win, but like, with the power tennis these two play, the decisiveness, the need to get to the net and be the aggressor, because while these two, again, I would argue Hercot's probably a little bit more dynamic in the outer thirds, but Berrettini a little bit more assertive. So that forehand, he's going to go for the forehand pass and he may miss it at the back fence, or he's going to hit it so fast and so with so much spin that it's going to get by you and land. Hercot's a little bit more creative. He's a two passing shot wizard. First one dip at your feet, second one he hits by you and can just, you know, a little bit more creativity, a little bit more feel. Berrettini a little bit more rigid. Again, this is a really fun matchup. Aggressive tennis on this surface in particular. It should be a fun one. I just don't see it going straight sets. So we're going over three and a half sets in Berrettini Hercats as well at minus 170. We'll throw another half unit on that to win 0.29. Those are your first three aces. The last one, a parlay. Obviously, as you can tell, I'm on the Berrettini bandwagon. I think he is going to beat Hubi tomorrow. It's a minus 225 money line to do so. Not a lot of value in that. So what are we going to do? We're going to parlay him once again. It paid off earlier in the tournament. Let's go where our bread was buttered. We're going to parlay him with the Ashley Barty money line. Minus 270 over Pliskova. I'll make the whole case for Barty tomorrow, but she's the number one seed. She just played her best match of the tournament against Angelique Kerber. Seems to be peaking at exactly the right moment. And while Pliskova has had no pressure on her shoulders entering this final, and Barty's still clearly the favorite entering the final as well, it's now a Grand Slam final. She has that opportunity to fill the one gap in her resume, win her first Slam uh, title here at Wimbledon. And I do think you'll start to see that if she's in a position where, let's say she takes a 7-5 first set and is up a 3-1 break in the second. And Barty's just such a fighter, her ability to make the match physical, and she has the sort of speed to track down that first ball of Pliskova. And, you know, the Pliskova serve to the Barty backhand is certainly a matchup, and I considered parlaying the over two and a half sets in Barty Pliskova with the over three and a half sets in Berrettini Hercots, but I didn't want to get burned by that parlay again. 
I just think Ashley Barty, her serve, her forehand, despite how much power Pliskova has, despite how good her serve is, I think the Barty serve and forehand are just better than Pliskova's right now. And so strength on strength, you need Barty, and then you look across the board. I think the skill set, the minimization of weaknesses, uh, minimalization, is they both both check marks go to Barty. And so, you know, again, it's Berrettini or bust. If he loses, we are down one, two and a half units on the day. Now, we still would have Barty Djokovic in our back pockets, and yes, I think Djokovic is beating Shapovalov. I just, the odds aren't worth touching that match. But give me Barty, Berrettini, parlay money line odds, minus 103. We'll throw one unit on that to win 0.97. And if Berrettini wins, then we have a couple of options on Barty. We can hedge like crazy, baby, on Karolina Pliskova in the final. That will be juicy. That is an opportunity we very much are hoping to have. But again, for today's aces of the day, give me both the first set and money line parlayed for Matteo Berrettini, minus 115, 0.75 units to win 0.65. Give me Hercots to win the first set, but Berrettini to win the match as well, plus 400, 0.25 units to win one. We're also going to take over three and a half sets in that match because, again, big serving, clutch moments, a lot of net play, should be a fun one, minus 170, 0.5 units to win 0.29. We're also parlaying Matteo Berrettini's money line, minus 225 over Hercots with Barty, minus 270 over Pliskova, minus 103, one unit to win 0.97. Those are your picks for Friday's GSP Aces of the Day. Of course, again, if you've missed anything from Wimbledon, you you can catch up on it all on our website, CrackRackets.com. Like, rate, subscribe, review to this podcast, mini break, crack interviews, all of our shows. You need the more immediate update. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We are at CrackRackets. You want to message me directly, I'm at GreatShotPod. A shout out, as always, to our super producers, Max Fleeger and Danny Westoff for the f- of an editing job they do day in, day out. Shout out as well to our friends at Turn of Tennis. Remember, contact sales at UniqueSports.com or call 800-554-3707. With that in mind, for our super producers, Fliegner and Westhoff, our friends at Turner, and from all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Kruskin. You know what we say. Hey, great shot. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Good luck, everyone. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.